being happy important to you? I know it's a strange question and I've honestly never met anyone who didn't want to be happy. Now I have met a lot of unhappy people, some even devastated on the brink of giving up on the pursuit of happiness. But one thing I believe we all have in common is that innate desire for happiness. Today I want to share with you what I believe is the secret to happiness. This is CJ Horrell Presents, inviting you to live the life you were created to live and helping you overcome the obstacles that prohibit you. With informative programming from a variety of themes, including health, relationship, family life, spirituality, and more. Here's CJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thank you so much for allowing me into your listening space today. My name is CJ, and this is the first edition of CJ Hall Presents, my spanking new podcast, and I am uh, truly excited for the opportunity to share this moment with you. I remember when I was a little boy walking around with a little cassette tape, taping everything. <laughs> I think I probably annoyed my parents. And my sister, well, she was uh, so gracious. She and I would record endlessly in my grandmom's home. Uh, you're hearing the music in the background. Thanks to my mom, when my grandmom passed away, she found this cassette tape Something told her not to throw it away. It had my name written on it. She brought it home and boy, was I surprised to hear uh, all the things that I recorded on it. And um, uh, to this day, I kept it. I tell you, it does say something about us as children. Sometimes we, we lock on to things. We get fascinated by things that eventually really become or are a reflection of our passion. Anyways... That's probably for another show. We could talk about that. Today, we're talking about the secret to happiness. Just before we dive into it, though, just a few things that I want to let you know. Please stay connected, all right? Uh, to do so, you should subscribe. Subscribe today if you haven't done so already. CJHorrell.com. That's C W E J A Y H O R E L. Go on to my podcast and subscribe. That way, we stay connected. I know we get busy in our world. And um, you might enjoy the podcast, want to tune in next week and uh, forget because uh, you got distracted, had more important things to do. Well, I can help you with that. And the way I can help you is by making sure the podcast makes its way to you via your email. Uh, we can stay connected as well on Facebook. My Facebook uh, handle is uh, CJ Horrell Media. So that's at CJ Horrell Media. Instagram, CJ Horrell. And uh, of course, you can listen to the podcast as well uh, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, Google Plus, TuneIn, and Google Play. All right, so that does it for some of the announcements. Let's get right into it, shall we? The Secret to Happiness. So I open the podcast today by asking a question that, that some might call obvious. Is being happy important to you? Now, for many, the answer is absolutely yes. But there are others, there are others that are crippled by what might be an insurmountable hurdle. For them, the pursuit of happiness is like an endless chase. They're running after this thing and never, never being happy. Well, at least having fleeting moments of it. What if I told you? Uh, happiness is not what we should be pursuing at all. I know it might sound crazy, but maybe, maybe if we were to take a moment to explore what happiness is, we'd be better able 
or you'd be better able rather to follow my thinking here. Now, happiness is the state we find ourselves in in response to something that happens. I'll give you a few simple examples of this. So, we buy a new shoe. We're happy. Well, some of us are, right? <laughs> we buy a new car. We're happy. We just get back from that perfect vacation. Oh, we're so happy. But what happens when the new car smell wears off? Or the day-to-day -day grind seems to make that vacation feel like a distant memory? The happiness of the moment is gone and leaving us with no other option but to chase after it again. Ever notice that when your cup of happiness is full, somebody always jugs your elbow? I've met so many people driven by the pursuit but rewarded with only fleeting moments of happiness. What if that thing we're looking for is joy? And trust me, I'm not playing with words here. What I'm saying is happiness comes from outside realities, from things that happen to us. But joy, joy comes from within. Now, just to be clear, in no way am I saying happiness is a bad thing. Happiness is critical. It's a critical part of a healthy life. But it has its place. What I'm trying to say is inner joy or peace of mind makes happy moments more meaningful. Joy is a state of being. You know what? It always seems easier to describe where joy cannot be found. For example, it's not in unbelief. It's not in pleasure. It's definitely not in money or position. It's not in glory. It's not even in that dream relationship we might be waiting for. Those moments in time can be described as happy ones because that's what they are, but they don't define us. They don't bring lasting contentment or pleasure. So where's real joy found? For me personally, I'll have to say it's my faith and how that defines my outlook, my view of life. That's where I get my inner joy and peace from. But in the next few moments, I want to share some things that I've learned along the way, things that have helped me on my journey to happiness that comes from that inner flame, that peace of mind. And you know what? I'm not saying that I'm always, always happy or in a state of joy. But what I am saying is that I've learned a few things that have helped to keep that flame burning despite the challenges. You know, sometimes the challenges come and uh, that flame looks like it's almost going to go out, but it never does. Here are the four points I want to share with us today and what we're going to explore. Number one, the power to believe is morally neutral, but it has the power to shape your destiny. Number two, what you believe determines your ability or inability to take the next step in your life. Number three, and this is a direct quote by singer Arthur Winkley Phipps, to believe is to outgrow your fear of not living up to your potential. And number four, you must take your thoughts captive. You must train your belief. Now let's unpack them one by one and let's look at uh, number one. The power to believe is morally neutral, but it has the power to shape your destiny. We have the freedom to exercise choice, the power to believe whatever we want. The power to believe can be used for good or it can be used for evil. 
And that choice has the power to shape our destiny. The power to believe and the ability to choose what we believe shapes our lives. It shapes our circumstances, our character, our behavior, and our destiny more than any other single factor. For example, all of us are fueled by a deep yearning to connect, to engage, and and to belong. Without anyone ever having to tell us, we desire faithful, trustworthy relationships. We were made from love to love. Preset or hardwired into all of us is a sense of destiny and a moral compass. And you know all of this to be true. It's deep inside of you. Am I right or not? But this is the thing, though. Listening and responding to the sense of destiny we feel inside, to our moral compass, that requires belief. But too often, unbelief holds us back. Because every day you're making choices, and your choices are making you the style of your life. Ever heard someone say, I can't help it, I was born this way? Well, the truth is, the person you are is a composite of your choices. You know, our brains are designed for moral growth, and the converse to that is that it can be steeped and trained into immoral decay. That is how we shape our habits. Remember the point, number one. The power to believe is morally neutral, but it has the power to shape your destiny. What's written in your heart? That's the question. Are there words that bring you joy in life or are there words that bring you fleeting moments of happiness? Character is not developed in a day, but it's developed day by day. Most of the choices you've made in your life, you've had to think about them. What you're wearing right now, you chose to put that on. Uh, your body didn't randomly or spontaneously rustle through your closet. No, you made a choice. You thought about it. You, your, your thought uh, preceded the action of putting on your clothes. So character development begins with a thought as well. And thoughts give way to actions. These actions, if done repeatedly, become one. That's right. Habits. It becomes part of our repertoire, our catalog of predetermined actions. You almost don't have to think about it anymore. You just do it. Now, some of these habits are good. Some of these habits are bad. But this catalog, this collection of habits become or can be described as our lifestyle. Two words, life, style. Switch them around. They are the style of our life. In essence, your lifestyle forms your character, and your character determines your destiny. I like to call it be living. Be living is the currency that changes everything. It has the power to alter our circumstances and rearrange our destiny. So number one, the power to believe is morally neutral, but it has the power to shape your destiny. Let's look at point number two. What you believe determines your ability or inability to take the next step in your life. Have you ever heard about Felix Baumgartner? Well, this guy's an Australian skydiver daredevil. He's best known for his participation in the Red Bull Stratus Project, in which he jumped to Earth from a helium balloon in the stratosphere. 
You heard me right. This happened on October 14, 2012. Now, doing so, he set world records for skydiving and estimated 39 kilometers. That's 24 miles, reaching an estimated speed of 1,357.64 kilometers per hour. That's 843.6 miles per hour or Mark 1.25. Now listen to this soundbite of what he says just before his amazing jump. What confidence? What belief? Remember, what you believe determines your ability or inability to take the next step in your life. Now, let's contrast that with this story that went viral on the Internet. It's the reaction of a dog receiving love for the very first time. Now, I must warn you, what you're about to hear might be disturbing for some listeners. The clip is about 21 seconds long, so you might want to keep your hands on the volume controls and you might want to be cautious about playing it with animals and small children around. Okay, so I'm going to count it down and then I'm going to play it and it's in and around 21 seconds long. All right, so here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Wasn't that heart-wrenching? Now, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I put the full video on my website and the ending is truly, truly heartwarming. It ends way better than it started. Now, the point is this. These two clips, these two stories demonstrate the power of belief. Felix, a belief in what we as human beings can achieve. And for this poor little dog, a belief that was shaped by a broken past. Both belief systems affected behavior, one of superhuman confidence and the other, well, of fear. The sad truth is many of us are like this little dog. We're so broken we don't even know what love looks like when given to us. Shaped by a distorted belief system, we're always hurting ourselves and hurting those around us. Some of us need to train our belief. We need to learn how to never allow negative thoughts and insecurities to smother that sense of destiny we feel. Never allowing distorted thoughts and insecurities to destroy our moral compass, that sense of right and wrong. Despite the hurtful things people say, the difficult circumstances we find ourselves in, despite whatever you might be facing right now, good or bad, we owe it to ourselves to bring every thought into captivity. In other words, we have to strain those thoughts to determine if they are worthy of our attention, are they healthy or destructive. Sometimes those destructive thoughts may be someone else's truth, but we got to ask the question, are they ours? So, number two, what you believe determines your ability or inability to take the next step in your life. Now that brings us to point number three. 
To believe is to outgrow our fear of not living up to our potential. Our ideas must pass the filter of truth, that moral compass within all of us. Now, I said earlier that for me, that truth is directed and anchored by the truths revealed in my personal faith. If our ideas survive the test, that still small voice that we hear inside of us, our moral compass, if our ideas survive the test, only then can they be offered up for consideration to our will, at which point it becomes a choice and the idea becomes a belief. Now, take some time to chew on this point because it's critical. Uh, it's critical to putting dysfunctional thinking, for example, and, and, and distorted thinking to rest so you can breathe life into a healthy belief system. What belief is holding you back from experiencing true joy? That's the question I want you to ask yourself right now. What belief is holding me back from experiencing true joy? Maybe you've told yourself uh, some very hurtful things. Maybe you've believed lies that were painfully hurled at you. Maybe you were the one that caused pain. Now is the time to forgive, to forgive yourself, to forgive others, to seek forgiveness. Press the pause button if you need to and give yourself time to embrace this reality. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Literally, you are respectfully and reverently made, distinct and unique, the Creator's own masterpiece designed for a purpose, and that goes for all of us. To believe is to outgrow our fear of not living up to our potential. And number four, you must take your thoughts captive. You must train your belief. I like to describe it this way. We must define implement, discover. What do you need to do to train your belief today? If you've never done this in some shape or form, I want you to seriously consider doing it today onward. I want you to define, I want you to implement, and I want you to discover. Make your environment aware of your present reality. Now, chew on that for a little bit. Make your environment aware. You're a masterpiece designed for a purpose and you may need to make some changes or you may need to remove some things. You need to remove some things in order for you to grasp that reality wholeheartedly. We won't heal or change in any area of our lives until we diagnose, prescribe and implement corrective measures for our heart. Our bodies do this naturally when we fall and bruise our knee. We define we diagnose the problem and we prescribe a treatment. We implement. We clean the area and we apply some medication and bandage. And then we discover. We, we watch the miracle of God's uh, God-given ability for the body to heal itself. And we look forward to experiencing new miracles. We define, we implement, and we discover. Well, I want you to define where you are in your belief system. And then implement a strategy towards healing where needed and discover the miracles that God has designed specifically for you and know that I'm supporting you all the way. Taking the next step is an everyday experience. This quote was found in a British cemetery. It's uh, from an unknown source and uh, it reads like this. Pause, my friend, as you walk by as you are now, so once I was.
as I am now, so you will be. Prepare, my friend, to follow me. Her visitor added, to follow you is not my intent until I know which way you went. <laughs> Destiny is determined not by chances, but by choices. Straight ahead on the podcast, I've got today's tech review and listener Q&A. You're listening to CJ Horrell Presents. Straight ahead, listener Q&A and today's tech review. So that blockbuster film is out and you want to take the family, but with the little ones in tow, you're a little concerned about what the movie might contain and the entertainment industry ratings only tell you so much. Well, let me introduce you to Plugged In. It's an amazing tool. Uh, Plugged In is a focus on the family publication designed to shine a light on the world of popular entertainment by giving families instant on-the-go access to movie reviews, game reviews, music reviews, and TV reviews each month. Plugged In is visited by people just like you, looking for detailed information on what's really in popular movies, videos, television episodes, songs, and games. You can access them online at PluggedIn.com or by their Plugged In mobile apps for iPhone and Android and their social media pages, including Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. The Plugged In team also creates 60-second radio features where each weekday they focus on a different big deal entertainment area uh, covering movies, videos, uh, music, TV, games, and even apps. And again, these are designed to help parents process what is available for families today, ensuring that you're equipped to deal with everything that contemporary culture throws at you. Approximately 8 million people weekly hear at least one of these as they tune in on Christian uh, radio stations primarily, but they are on other radio stations as well. Not only do more than 900 station outlets currently carry this feature in the U.S., but stations in about a dozen other countries as well. So get plugged in, shining a light on the world of popular entertainment. Again, pluggedin.com. Check out the website and uh, all the various ways to access their reviews. That's your tech review. So we're inside your listener Q&A and I really want to hear from you. So please send me any questions you may have and I'll answer one or two randomly selected ones uh, in each episode. Now, seeing that this is the first episode of my Spanking You podcast, today's Q&A is a little different. Um, what I did was grab a question from someone that contacted me on Facebook. And this was strange, but, you know, perhaps uh, destiny driven. Uh, this person um, was not somebody in my uh, friends list, but um, they were scrolling through their friends list and uh, randomly decided to choose the first person that popped up uh, to ask them this question. And I, I think uh, what was really happening with them is that they were going through a, a really, really tough time. Um, I don't want to say too much less, you know, they're revealed because I want to keep them an anonymous, but um, uh, they were clearly going through a, a tough experience and, and needed somebody to talk to. And they happened to reach out to me with this question. We had a nice conversation um, and that led to some other questions and, and, and a great time just uh, talking back and forth. But this is a question I want to focus on. It was the first one that was asked. 
And it goes like this. What does a person do when absolutely nothing is working and each year you're still single? Prepare for your opportunity. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being single. And oftentimes the emptiness one feels from being single is related to a much deeper issue that being in a relationship will never fix. A critical part of preparing for your opportunity is being whole, being self-aware, committed to yourself first. So you become Miss or Mr. Right first. When it comes to relationships, one should be thoughtful about never seeking or looking for what you aren't already. Welcome to the 10 Spot. Today's inspirational quote and final thoughts. It's time for final thoughts, and I begin my final thoughts with this quote from C.S. Lewis. You never know how much you really believe anything until its truth or falsehood becomes a matter of life and death. It is easy to say you believe a rope to be strong as long as you're merely using it to cord a box. But suppose you had to hang by that rope over a precipice. Wouldn't you then first discover how much you really trusted it? End quote. Remember, we don't heal or grow in any area of our lives until we diagnose, prescribe, and implement corrective measures for our heart. Remember today to define, implement, and discover. I want to leave you with 10 uh, rules for spreading joy and being happier this week. Number one, give something away no strings attached. Number two, do a kind deed and forget about it. Number three, spend a few moments with the aged. Their experience is a priceless guidance. Number four, look intently into the face of a baby and marvel. Number five, laugh often. It's life's lubricant. Number six, give thanks. A thousand times a day is not enough. Number seven, pray or you will lose your way. Number eight, work with vim and vigor. Number nine, plan as though you'll live forever because you can. And number 10, live as though you'll die tomorrow. That's it for me. But before I go, my quote for today, my quote for this edition of CJ Hall Presents is in light of the many crazy things happening around us today. And here it goes. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Remember to subscribe, give this podcast a thumbs up if you like it, and please consider sharing it with a friend. Take care, guys. I'm out. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this edition of CJ Horrell Presents. If you enjoyed the show, remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe at cjhorrell.com. We're better with you.